Geico presents sharing versus oversharing. Earlier this week, Claire Tippins shared a princess nickname generator, three pictures of her dog wearing a tutu, and two online quizzes, including what candy is your dream castle made of? Claire, your sharing has tipped the sugar scale and turned into oversharing. But have no fear, princess. Geico has something worth sharing with your internet kingdom, like how you can save hundreds on your car insurance just by visiting geico.com. No magic wand required. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Love Talk Radio. You are solely responsible for your interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA. You understand that the Love Zone USA does not in any way screen its listeners, nor does the Love Zone USA inquire into the backgrounds of its listeners or attempt to verify the statements of its listeners. The Love Zone USA makes no representations or warranties as to the conduct of its listeners or their compatibility with any current or future listeners. In no event shall the Love Zone USA or Blog Talk Radio be liable for any damages whatsoever, whether direct, indirect, general, special, compensatory, consequential, and or incidental, arising out of or relating to the conduct of you or anyone else in connection with the use of this service, including without limitation bodily injury, emotional distress, and or any other damages resulting from communications or meetings with other listeners of this service or persons you meet through this service. You agree to take reasonable precautions in all interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA, particularly if you decide to meet in person. In addition, you understand that the Love Zone USA makes no guarantees, either expressed or implied, regarding your ultimate compatibility with individuals you meet through listening to the Love Zone USA. The Love Zone USA. The Love Zone USA.
Good evening. Welcome. Welcome to the LoveZoneUSA.com. It's yours, Shirley Mike T. On this Thursday night, wow, it's a lot going on, a lot going on, a lot going on. Wow. We'd like to welcome each and every one of you. It's the place where we ask you and we say our motto is the place where you can listen to your heart and we live and learn. We live and learn by our guests. We live and learn from the people who call in. And sometimes you live and learn from the trials and tribulations that I go through. Your host. My name is Mike T. I'll be here till 10 p.m. So just sit back, relax, and get ready for tonight's show. If you this is your first time here, evidently you found this. But uh, if for any reason you are listening in and you have to leave us and you want to check it out tomorrow, be sure to go to our website, thelovezoneusa.com, and then uh, click on the uh, on-demand button. It'll be on iTunes tomorrow, free download. As we always say, you can take the show on the go. Matter of fact, I'm getting ready to go on the go and get out there with you. It's getting warm. It's getting nice. And we're going to do this show live from some place, <laughs> wherever you may be. You might see Mike T. Ah, well, it's been one uh, roller coaster of a week. Uh, a few weeks ago, Prince passed away. And now the greatest, Muhammad Ali. Had his funeral. They're doing his funeral this week. Uh, he is definitely one of my idols. A man who had no more than an eighth grade education is one of the most famous uh, people in the world. And uh, he turned it into a worldwide uh, uh, viewing phenomenon the sport of boxing. During an era where, uh, hmm. I think boxing was just on a local level, pretty much, or U.S. USA national uh, at best, other than the Olympics, where he won a gold medal. Muhammad Ali, he'll always be the greatest for me. One thing I loved about one of the things that he said when the woman spit in his face uh, in his movie, and when they were getting ready to get the little, little old white woman, and uh, I guess uh, detainer or whatever. He said, let her go. He said, One thing I like about people, he said, 50% of the people come to see me fight because they want to see me lose. They hate me. The other 50% of the people come to see me fight because they want to see me win. He said, but 100% of the people pay to watch me fight. <laughs> Being in front of millions on the many stations that I've worked at, uh, I always um, relish that uh, statement. Because no matter what you do, they're going to be haters and they're going to be lovers. And whether you hate me or like me, like Muhammad Ali said, as long as you listen to me, I'm good with it. On that note, we are the place where you can, you're here to be educated, elevated, or entertained. One of the three will happen tonight. Tonight's show is Why Do White Women Pay More Attention to Black Men? It's a very uh, interesting topic tonight. and We have our guest, Willie Spate, who will be with us. He's an author and a uh, friend of mine, gentleman, out of it, the, uh, well, I guess he still lives in the ATL, but um, I'm not sure of that. We'll check. 
But he's an author. He's written books, and uh, we're going to talk with him tonight. And uh, he has some uh, insight on this topic that we're going to be talking about: inter- interracial relationships and why white women have or pay more attention to black men. But that's kind of a kind of, I guess, uh, how can you say, a subject matter that goes both ways because white women are now getting. Um, what would you say, procedures to have bigger, well, just put it bluntly, bigger asses to look like black women. And black women are getting weaves and blonde hair to look like white women. And could that be because they want to emulate what they're presuming the standard is that black men want to uh, date and marry? And when you look at the, uh, there was an article done recently, very recently, um, the top 15 highest paid black NBA ball players. There was only two gentlemen in the top highest paid NBA ball players who were married to black women, Stephon Curry and the other gentleman who's married to, uh, what is it, uh, Mia, Tamia. Uh, I'd have to double check it, but um, it was only two. The rest were either married to white or Latino women. Two out of 15. So what does that say about, um, you know, black men and and their interest in black women, or do they feel that they they are more the man in the relationship with a white woman or a Latino woman? Do they feel that those women cater to them more, that they can actually be the man? They're not They're not um, challenged. Uh, matter of fact, I just got a text um, a good buddy of mine. Yeah, it was Grant Hill, Tamia. Yeah, I think it's Tamia or it, it is. I can't remember her name. I think it is Tamia or Mia. Well, I'll find that out too. But Grant Hill him and Stefan Curry are the only two. Uh, married to black women, I guess, and and someone corrected me and said uh, Stefan Curry's uh, wife is mixed, interracial, you know. But the old saying goes, if you have an ounce of black blood, you're black. <laughs> Obama could testify to that. <laughs> Yeah, Obama could definitely testify to that. So uh, tonight we're going to talk about that with my man, Willie Spate, this evening. And we're going to get into it, and we want you to, you know, chime in if you have some experience or, you know, some insight, comments. Maybe even if you have a question, we're going to open up those phone lines as well. But right now, um, my producer isn't here, but he'll be he'll be here shortly. His son has got a playoff game. Yes, sir. Tony, bring it home. Bring it home. Well, I'm going to do what I do, you know, try to do anyway. You know, Tony normally handles the uh, production of the show. And I uh, try to keep all the information in front of me and juggle that to try to make it interesting for you. So on that note, (laughs) right now I'm going to get on the controls like I used to do back in the day. And we uh, also told you that this summer, which is coming up, yeah, we're still in the spring. I guess uh, this Memorial Day weekend uh, coming up, um, or holiday weekend, we have uh, 
we're now officially in the summer, right? Yeah, we're, we're officially in the TNT. Mike T and Tony. Yeah. So we thought we'd mix the R&B with a little bit of smooth jazz, and you're going to get some of that smooth jazz right about now with a double play by a gentleman named Kirk Willem. And this is for all the ladies listening to the show, whether you are black or white. We're going to love you from now until forever here inside the lovezoneusa.com.
Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Charlie Wilson, and you're listening to The Love Zone USA.
Yeah, that's a new one here inside the zone. It's called Now Until Forever. It's by Kirk Whalen, one of my favorites. Something I used to do when I knew the program director wasn't listening and maybe nobody might rat on me. Play it back to back. <laughs> so nice we had to play it twice here inside the love zone. I don't have to worry about the program director now. <laughs> they called me the, the owner. Well, anyway. So, uh, music coming at you. We'll be doing it until 10 p.m. My uh, good buddy and friend, uh, Willie Spade, will be here around 8.30. And uh, Tony will be coming in as soon as he uh, wins that game. He better win. I won't let him on the controls if he doesn't win. His son. <laughs> Playoff game. That's the uh, best time to be out there with your family and your loved ones. So, you know, I can, I can handle these controls a little bit. I used to do this. Used to do this. So we're going to take your calls a little later on this evening. Um, right now I'm going to just keep trying to <laughs> handle these controls because I don't do it that frequently. Don't forget about the Girlfriend Network. Oh, yeah, they had one on the other night. Young lady who's been on uh, Kelly Rowland's uh, show, Chasing Your Dreams. And uh, be sure to check that show out. It's in our archives uh, last Monday night. That's right. It was a good one. With uh, your host, Tahira and Nikon, uh, Karishma wasn't there, uh, but uh, they had a great guest on from the uh, BET show, Chasing Your Dreams. Be sure to check it out. I won't tell you your name. You just go and check it out. I think you'll enjoy that show. And uh, my man, Rolls Royce, we're going to ride with him this summer. Oh, yeah, I got a chance to send him a text. Uh, I haven't been much on the phone except for doing what I do during the day. Uh, he rides the Rolls Royce, my favorite car. They asked me that when I was real young. What's your favorite car? What car are you going to get? I said, I was going to get me a Rolls. Well, I got one. He's on Wednesday nights. We call it the Soul Paradise. And I was speaking to a gentleman today. Today was a great day. It really was a great day for me. I was real fortunate. And I spoke to a gentleman who does radio. Uh, he does radio sales, actually. And uh, called. I got in contact with him. And, Said he's going to do a couple of things with us. We, we're going to try to work that out. But uh, when I mentioned who I had on the air, he knew him. He said he sold advertising for a show. Down in Philadelphia, when Rose used to work at WDAS under the legendary Butterball. So we got him. We're lucky and fortunate to have him on our show. Wednesday nights, if you want to hear how it was done back in the day, it is, it's, it's, it's no copy. <laughs> we got the originator, not the imitator, Rolls Royce on Soul Paradise. With yours truly, Mike T, we're going to do that one day. But right now, I got some more music. Yeah, we're going to take you into another gentleman who's been on our show before. His name is Will Downing. He's got a brand new album coming out. We got to get him back. But this one is one of my favorites for the summer of uh, 2016. It's called Love Suggestions. Here inside the Love Zone USA. When I need to lead the weapon against the challenges of love, I'll call on the Love Zone USA. This is Danny Glover. Got me 
Wind and Fire live. One of my favorite bands, one of my favorite groups, and the leader, uh, I guess, uh, I guess, uh, founder of the group, Maurice White, passed away this year. Yeah, I had pleasure working with him when I finally got a chance to work with the band and. You know, at CBS Records, promoted his records. I remember me and Maurice uh, sitting the first time I met him, and I told him, you know, it was one thing to work with these legends, but, you know, I was a fan as well. And I remember you used to play in my bedroom, 45 RPM, Ramsey Lewis. And uh, I found out that uh, Maurice White was a drummer for Ramsey Lewis. And that's how we we bonded. When I talked to him about uh, his days as a jazz drummer and and Ramsey Lewis, uh, you know, we just, me and Maurice hit it off right right from there. Because he knew I loved jazz, you know. As you can see, the show was leaning a teeny bit that way <laughs> toward the summer of 2016. And uh, from that day on, you know, we just had that connection. Maurice White, God rest his soul, you are in paradise. And you left us with a Paradise full of music, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and they're still rolling, my boys, Philip Bailey, Vernon, I'm looking forward to seeing them again now, soon. It's yours truly, Mike T, I understand my man is in the house, yeah, Tony D got it from this point on, <laughs> Tony Diamond, you can check him out, 8 to 9 p.m. tomorrow, he does the top seven songs of the last seven days, and uh, he does a great job. Matter of fact, him and Rolls Royce are kicking my little ass here. I got to get back on my horse. I'll be looking at the analytics. Ooh, these guys these guys are giving me a run for my money. I'm supposed to be the big kahuna around here. Not no more. <laughs> Girlfriend network. Oh boy. So I gotta put my foot in it, get my get my thing on. Yes indeedy. And uh we got one of my favorites coming up in a little bit. We're waiting for our guest, Willie Spate. Uh, he's supposed to be here. We're going to talk about white, why do white women uh, show black men more attention. That's our show tonight. And uh, God forbid, uh, hopefully he's okay and he'll get here and, you know, we can go on. But the show will go on. We got some great new music for you up in our library. And me and Tony, we'll, we'll coordinate it. But I'm going to let him handle the MP3s while I talk to you about this topic and uh, things that are going on at the Love Zone USA. We are um, planning, I will say that, uh, I don't want to say it too prematurely, but we are planning, and it is my our plan to go 24-7 this year. 24-7. That's right. Uh, right now we're only broadcasting six days a week, and... Um, well, six hours. I'm sorry, six hours a week. Uh, two hours on my show, one hour for Tony Diamond. Uh, there's a uh, one hour for the Girlfriend Network, and then we have uh, one hour for Rolls Royce. And we're going to be bringing back True Confessions with the Church Girl. Yeah, we're going to take you to church, back to church again. So uh, yeah, we're going to do that uh, very soon. And I'm looking, uh, I got a little birdie that tells me we could be going 24-7 sooner than you think. So I'm uh, going to be adding some shows and adding some people on board. It's going to be fun. 
It's been something I've been wanting to do for a very, very long time. We've been here six years holding it down on Blog Talk Radio, and uh, this would be a nice um, addition to what we do. But we'll keep you abreast of that. And as I stated, I'm going to be going out. Uh, I think it's time for me and Tony to test that Maybe next week This is Black History Month And we're going to be featuring some artists Black History You just heard one of them just a few minutes ago It's went in fire We're going to be featuring artists like them This month And uh, like I said I plan to uh, go out and about I want to be the man on the street For the Love Zone USA and we're going to go and put a microphone in your face and find out about your relationship, why you are looking for one, if you are, why you broke up, and if you're in one, what's keeping it together. Yeah, Mike T is going to find out because this is the place where we educate, elevate, and try to entertain here inside the Love Zone USA. And with no further ado, we're going to get into some more music right now. Um Probably before we get into this topic tonight And uh, either way we're going to open up the phone lines for you uh, Should you want to comment or have questions or a statement in regards to our show Why do white women show black men more attention? Mm. Why do the NBA ball players choosing those little uh, snow bunnies? Oh yes indeedy Well it could be because they keep the skies wide open Here as we continue This is Brian Culbertson LoveZoneUSA.com Yeah. 
The Love Zone USA. Back to back to back to back to back to back.
Hey, this is Big Daddy Kane. And trust me, when it comes to love, there's no half-stepping on the love zone. USA.com.
Yeah, new music coming from Alicia Keys. Just had a threesome there. Yeah, Alicia Keys in common. What do you have in common? Well, we're talking about uh, why do white women show black men more attention these days? And as you look at the top 15 highest paid NBA ball players, only two out of 15 are married to black women. So what's your opinion about that? Well, let's kick it off with uh, do white women allow black men to be men? That's the first question. When they come home, do they feel like they are the man of the house? Do they not feel emasculated because a woman is independent? And would it be that... uh, When they arrive at that level of income where uh, money, which is the number one reason for divorce, that they are financially secure enough at that point and they're secure within their career for what they've been doing for their entire life, uh, do they just want to be their ego stroke? Do they want to be catered to? Uh, Would a black woman do that? When I look at basketball wives and housewives of Atlanta, <laughs> woo, if that's indicative of finding a very attractive woman and her having champagne in one hand and the drama just, just uh, it finds her. <laughs> she's like a magnet for drama. Is that what a man wants to come home to? Do you think that's what a man wants to come home to? Or have that in his his life when he's got to go up? <laughs> when, when, when he's got to go against some of the strongest uh, basketball players in the world or, or football players in the world and uh, the competition. His day at the office is a little different from a guy's nine to five. Now, granted, <laughs> wait a minute, what's going on here? Why computer? Is that Leo? Uh, I mean, it's it's just it's just kind of kind of kind of crazy. You know, when you think of let me let me let me uh, knock this out real quick. Uh, it's kind of crazy when you think that a guy, you know, is at that level, playing at a high level of basketball, and then he's at the point of his career that he has to have a woman that he's very attractive, attracted to, and he's got to come home to drama. You know, is is that what a black man wants to aspire to? Is you know, and why all this drama when you have all this money? Uh, she's going out with the girls, the other girls. I'm looking at Housewives of Atlanta, and then I'm looking at uh, the, the, the 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 basketball wives. <laughs> that, that's that's. I'll tell you. I'm gonna be straight up. Let me just get right to the point. That's too much drama for me in my life. I gotta go out there and play 86 games a season. That is just too much drama. I I I couldn't see it. Why am I gonna come home to that? <laughs> I'm just gonna keep it real. We're just gonna go right to the barbershop right now. I'm gonna have three side pieces: <laughs> a breast, a leg, a thigh. No, and a wing. 
I'm gonna have four side pieces. You know, I mean, you play ball, you gotta go practice. You know, you got uh, possibly somebody looking over your shoulder wanting your job. I know the guy on the bench. You know, anytime I played on the bench, it wasn't long, but it was my sophomore year. I was like coming for the for the starter's job. I was coming for the starter's job. I told I told Coach Finch. I said, I'm I'm getting I'm getting I'm I'm starting next year. He said, Well, we'll see when you try out. Oh no, ain't no see. Well, I'm starting next year. When you make up your mind to do something, so you know you got guys coming from behind you. Then you possible injury where you could you know be hurt, and then you got to come home to basketball wives. I ain't the one. I, I I don't think most brothers are the one. Now I did see. What, did I see a white girl? Yeah, I saw a white girl just recently. I was going through the channels. Maybe that was Housewives of Atlanta. I don't think that was Basketball Wives. No, it might have been Basketball Wives. I get them both confused because I was flipping between both of them. But no man wants that much drama in his life. But uh, we have our guest here, and I, I want to bring him in, and uh, hopefully he's been listening. And ladies and gentlemen, I want you to introduce you to my friend, and um, he's an author. And uh, bring him in right about now. I'm, I'm going to talk to him on the phone. Willie, Willie, how are you? Doing good, Mike. How are you, man? I'm good, man. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing awesome, man. <laughs> I appreciate, I, I I'm appreciate doing awesome. you. Not a problem. I said, not a problem at all. Love being on your show. Oh, I love to have you, man. You know, I, I I've been watching, which I don't get a chance to do much, but this Housewives of Atlanta and right. the um, the basketball wives. And I was just saying, right. you know, if a, if a guy has got that level of skill, he's making that kind of money. Does he really mm-hmm. want to come home to that much drama? I, you know, and, and I know you've written books. Uh, we'll right. talk about those in a minute. But the bottom line is the, the name of the show is Why Do White Women Show Black Men More Attention? And right. my barbershop reason, simple, straight up, I want it faded on the side, give me a little razor and a little off the top, I'm going to say it like we said in the barbershop. The reason, I think, is because, A, he don't want the drama. B, he mm-hmm. wants to feel like a man. C, mm-hmm. you can be independent as you want to be, but I'm the man of this house, even if you make more money than me. And right. if you can't get with that, Ching Chow Ming, the Chinese chick, will, or the white girl will. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so what's, what what what's your opinion about it, Willie? I mean, you know, uh... you know, it's funny you you actually bringing this up. I had a uh, I just had a conversation with a um, with a group of women about the same title, and, and I I I personally think that um, women are gonna be women regardless. They all uh, need to be respected regardless of race of uh, skin color. Uh, number one, but I think overall. I think uh, the Caucasian uh, women tend to uh, put up a little bit more uh, drama, uh, so to speak, with the African-American man uh, versus the African-American woman. I'm not saying saying that she's actually giving up, but, um, you know, it gets to a point of her life where she gets tired of, sick and tired of the same old 
same old thing, you know. Not saying that the guy going out and messing around, but let's just say he's out there messing around. Uh, you know, and, and that loss of lack of trust tend to go out the window versus the, the Caucasian woman tend to put up a little bit, uh, put up with the African-American guy a little bit longer. This is my opinion. Mm. Overall, that's what I've seen. Gotcha, gotcha. So do you think that, uh, well, I heard it said somewhere. Now, now I can't remember exactly where I heard it but, or read it, but it was said that if you have an alpha male, if mm-hmm. a black woman has an alpha, alpha black male, she's mm-hmm. going to have to understand that there are going to be a lot of women attracted to that kind of guy. Just mm-hmm. know that going in. Now, mm-hmm. if you want an alpha male, somebody who's strong, somebody who's got that sex appeal, got that charm, got that swag, you just better know that going in, there's going to be a lot of attraction. Mm-hmm. The question is, can you deal with it, one? And two, if you can't, why are you climbing that tree? Mm. <laughs> You know, I, I, I kind of talk a little bit about this in my book, Messy Black Women. Uh, I I can actually tell you from uh, first experience, uh, one of the main reasons why I actually written that book was because I was uh, uh, in a relationship with an African-American woman who was very jealous, uh, mm-hmm. very, very mm-hmm. jealous. And we all know jealousy, man, is a bad thing. Uh, it's not a good look. And um, right. at the time, I was in a position where I was um, – uh, you know, making more morning, so to speak, than she were, and to a point where I used to come home at nighttime, and I was constantly getting accused um, of out there messing around, uh, sleeping around, so to speak. And it get to a point, Mike, honestly, bro, it just, in life, man, when you have that peace of mind, man, to be able to go home and just be at peace, no drama, no mm. argument, uh, mm. you cannot put a price tag on that, man. You cannot put a price mm. tag on that, and not to not to jump size or anything like that. But uh, you know, black, white, in between. Uh, I think uh, when you find that right friend who is not jealous, who uh, look at her man, so to speak, as hey man, we're gonna do this together as a team versus I as an individual. Uh, I think when you get that, I think you as a man. Uh, we are no man that we have ourselves a winner, regardless if she's black or white or in between. When you get that true friend, um, man, you cannot put a price tag on that. A little bit of advice. One of the biggest things, Mike, that I've learned uh, from uh, my um, experience, I've learned mm-hmm. as a man, I used to go to bars. I feel as though I cannot go to a bar or have a beer, or so to speak, without my buddy. And I've learned, man, when you have that woman, that true friend, that true lover, she can be your beer buddy, your bar buddy, your hangout buddy. Uh, she can be the all, man. And I just think when you get that right friend, bro, you, again, you got yourself a winner across the board. Well, I have not had a lot of experience with white women dating them, but <laughs> except for two. <laughs> no, let's keep, I'm going to keep it real in the barbershop. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real, but 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 the two that I had now one was Italian, and she was American, and I was a DJ at a club called the Arachusa, and I how can you forget them, Regina? So actually, this show, the Love Zone, came from her. 
It, really? The whole idea, yes, yes. And I'm going to tell you the story. This is this is a Hollywood true story. This is how it happened. Regina was so fine as an Italian girl. I mean, I was playing at this high-class supper club, which was on a boat that was refurbished. It was sitting in the Meadowlands. It's the Caucasus River. And she came on there one night, and I was blown away. So I went and bought her a drink, you know, had a couple of drinks sent her. We established a friendship, and next thing, you know, we were intimate. We we dated for years. Years later, we 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 just lost touch of something, you know. It wasn't really a breakup. We, we, we stayed friends, but... I was working at WNJR, and she came over my house. Uh, I was working overnight shift. And she says, Mike, and I was getting ready to hit on her again, you know, one more go round. You know, well, I don't know how you do, but I know how we do. <laughs> You're looking that good. It's time to reminisce. And mm. she said to me, I found my husband in the classifieds. I said, well, mm. wait a minute. Really? Now, this is a white girl back in the 80s. Now, this is before, this is, you know, I don't know about Atlanta or where you were in the 80s, but there was a time, mm-hmm. you'll probably remember that uh, personal ads were like Match.com, and they were in newspapers. They were in, well, actually sleazy newspapers or maybe these, you know, back page newspapers. They eventually made it to mainstream newspapers for a quick minute. But long story short, she she said, I found my, my in the classifiers. I said, Regina, you could walk down a block. And before you got to the end, you'd be hit on by, you know, a couple of men. Why would you turn to the classifiers? And then she said to me at that point, 1988, I'll never forget it. She said, Mike, I'm busy, this, that, the other. I don't go out that much. I'm a homebody. You know, I got work, school, this, that. But, and it all started making sense to me. I said, well, Regina, you know, the classifiers say, uh, what does it say? Uh, oh, I'm five for six. Uh, I'm this, that, and the other. I'm I'm." I'm everything in a bag of chips, and I'm attractive. I said, everybody uses the word attractive, and most of those people in the class probably look like Gunga Din. She says, no, Mike, that is not true. So she changed my whole attitude, long story short. After that, when I was seeing that this chick that I used to have intimate relations with, fine as hell, was in the classifiers, I, I went on the air that, and I said, okay, ladies and gentlemen, you know, you all listen to me, and you're on one side of town, the other person on the other side of town, you're busy, you never cross paths, I want you to call me at 688-1430, and we're going to do uh, the love the zone right here, and I want you to call in, and hopefully we find that special someone, and it came from a white girl, that's how this mm-hmm. show actually evolved, that's where it came from, I got suspended for doing that, but... <laughs> <laughs> but they were more free. They were more open to, to, to other things. And the other girl I dated, and I want, I want you to comment on it, uh, was in Australia. When I was uh, contracted to go to Australia, there was a girl named Anna. And she and I hit it off from day one. And she was blonde and well-built. And, you know, and we just we just bonded. And, well, there weren't any sisters in 1979 to hit on. <laughs> I was looking for them, but they weren't there, not in Australia. <laughs> so, uh, you know, those are the two <laughs> white women that I, I've dated and, and had good relations with. But I never looked at them as white. You know, they, we were both attracted to each other. We had something in common. We, we, we could talk. It was comfortable. And, you know, I felt good about it. And I, you know, it's it's it's... I have no color on love, and I've said it on the show. Love has no color. Love has no color. But, I agree. But white women, to me, mm-hmm. are a little more 
amenable to black men when it comes to, you know, like you say, you you don't want to come home to that drama, that, that, you know, it's enough out here for us to deal with. And, 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 and the real situation, Willie, for me is black women should see this based on Obama. He's our playbook. Mm. That's what we have to deal with. You're seeing mm-hmm. it live in living color, a man who's qualified, can speak well, very intelligent. Da, 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 da. They wanted him. They, 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 they shot more arrows at him than Custard. Right. And, and, and black men go through this. So why put pressure on us when we have that additional pressure? You know, we don't own a lot of businesses. And I tell everybody, we, we're not, it's, it, we don't have the, the luxury of sitting across the table every other day. And for those that are unemployed, they ask a black man for a job. Mm. You know, I think one of the biggest problems, Mike, uh, to be honest with you, um, um, is you as a you you have to be able to willing to work with a guy, whether he's African American, Caucasian, or again in between. And I've, I've experienced where I, with the typical African American woman, and they want it now. You know, so to speak. Mm. Uh, you know, I gotta have it now. I, I gotta get my bills paid right now. I gotta get my nails done right now. I, I have to have that nice upscale purse right now, to a point where mm. they're not willing to sacrifice and work with you, man. And and it could be where that Caucasian woman can say, you know what, we don't need that nice Gucci purse right now. We can put that on hold for a while. Uh, let's try mm. to sit down and work on your goals. Let's try to sit down and. And work on your future. Uh, we don't need that brand new car right now. Let's go ahead and try to, you know, get a nice saving account that we can actually build upon together and, and put mm. together as a team. And I think to a point where, uh, you know, when that African American man typically run across a woman like that, whether he's out there messing around or not, Mike, uh, at the end of the day, his manhood is going to come together and say, you know, wait a minute. I was over here dating this African American woman who had to have everything right now. I'm over here dating Melissa, who's a Caucasian woman, saying, "Hey, you know, I don't need to go out there and flex. I don't need to go out there and and, and try to impress Melissa, who's the Caucasian girl, is willing to work with me right now and and try to save. And at the end of the day, man, it goes back to what I said, man. When you get that that right friend, uh, man, again, you got yourself a winner." Well, <laughs> Willie, <laughs> here's a man who can really talk about it, too. Uh, we're going to come back and <laughs> talk about why <laughs> these white women are more seemingly more compatible to black mm-hmm. black men. The, and the gentleman that I'm getting ready to play for you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to pause for some music, and we're going to come back and talk about it with Willie Spate, our uh, guest tonight. And he has a book. He has several books out, and we're going to talk about them in a minute. But this gentleman is a good buddy of mine. I did his first national interview on uh, Sirius Satellite Radio, and uh, he got down and out. Well, down, not out. And uh, it was a white woman, social worker, who brought him back up and and used one of the words that uh, Willie just alluded to, support, very supportive of him. When he was on his, quote, unquote, back in L.A., it's it's been alluded to that he was homeless at the time. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, and he's still married to this white woman. His name is Charlie Wilson. 
It's called Ooh Wee on TheLoveZoneUSA.com. Imagine you. 
Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Charlie Wilson, and you're listening to... The Love Zone USA, where you can listen to your heart, and we live and learn. and learn.
Yeah, Joe, that sex is a weapon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother show, <laughs> my man Joe. Here with the truly Mike T, and I have my guest, Willie Spade. We're going to go right back in and get it in, get it in, because we're short on time. Uh, we were talking about compatibility and why white women show black men more attention. And when we left off, I uh, kind of alluded to the fact that uh, could it be compatibility? Um, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. Willie, so do 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 you think uh, because of culture, their upbringing, that white women are a little more pensive into, you know, uh, letting a black man um, be a man. I think I think a lot of that have to do with it, Mike. Uh, I, I think upbringing uh, certainly plays a, a major role uh, in that decision. Um, you know, uh, as you said earlier, uh, you know, my book, White Women Have Stepped Their Game Up, that's one of the biggest things that, uh, that stands out in that book. Uh, Melissa, who was Caucasian, uh, dated uh, Robert, who was an African-American male who had so many bad experiences, man, dating women of color to a point where Melissa tended to step in and, and kind of slow things down a little bit and really fully explain to Robert that, hey, I'm in it to win it. Uh, I know you had all those bad experiences dating African-American women, but I'm a little bit different. Uh, regardless uh, the fact that I am Caucasian, I see a good man in you. I see a good fight in you. I see a big future in you. And I see hope in you. And with that being said, uh, I see a bright future with us as a team. So uh, I really think uh, upbringing has a a huge difference in that, Mike. I really do. So when you look at Obama and and, and, and Michelle, President Mm -hmm. Obama and the First Lady, She's she's the kind of black woman that looked like um you know she, she ride or die she supported him until mm-hmm. he got to where he got to and, and might have uh, kind of discovered that he was diamond and rough and hung in there. Why aren't mm-hmm. more black women? Uh, and and I don't say we all all black men come perfect. I mean you know mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it's it's pretty evident that if 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 you support black men, if you find the man that you can support and you can be the ride or die, you know, that came out of one of the records. I forget which one. Tony, you hit me with it. Um, but if you could support a black man and find him and, 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 and be supportive, from what little I know about the Bible, I'm not a pastor, mm-hmm. they call a woman to help me, to help me. Why mm-hmm. are not black women being the helpmate to black men. And if the Bible says helpmate, it, it says to me, as stupid as I am, well, if God knew enough to call them the helpmate, who was he help? Who was she helping? The man. So mm-hmm. he made man first, but he knew he needed some help. It <laughs> 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 is true. I mean, you know, that's common sense to me. If he made man and she to help mate, who is she supposed to help? The man. So mm. if the man was all that in the bag of chips and didn't need no help, why did they put in the Bible that the woman was the help mate? Help me out here, sisters. <laughs> so let me, let me, I don't want to get the preaching because I'm going to ask someone to hit my PayPal button in a minute. <laughs> no, but Willie, honestly, no. Why is it not? Why don't they see this? What, what's the disconnect? What do you think is the disconnect? I, I think, personally, Mike, in 2016, uh, I'm going to blow your mind when I say this. 
I think a lot of a lot of it have to do with reality television shows that we see on TV. Uh, uh, a lot of that have to do with you said earlier, bro. Uh, your upbringing. Fortunately, man, mm. 2016, a lot of African American women again they want it now to a point where if a guy's not having sore stick, if he's not bringing it out to the table right now. They don't want to deal with it. Uh, my mother taught me something uh, that I will never forget. Uh, she always taught me, hey, man, uh, you need to take someone who's bringing something to the table, not just snacks. You know, and, mm. and to me, that's something that always stuck with me uh, during my life as a young man. Mm. Do, do you watch basketball webs? I mean, you know, I don't mean to dig in your business, but it's just kind no, no, of no, 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 no. I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I, I, mm-hmm. Since I live in Atlanta, I have yet to watch basketball. Wife, I have yet to watch. Uh, I have yet to watch none of these shows. I have not seen one show. Uh, okay. I okay. have heard, you know, driving in my car, I've heard it on the radio. But uh, Mike, in life, that I've learned when you deal with mess, tend to uh, relive mess, and I tend okay. to stay away from that. I tend to stay okay. away from that. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. No, I understand. I understand. I, like I said, I, I don't watch it that often, but the few times that I have, it, it just amazed me that these women are, are, are married to what I consider the 1% of America of black men right. who can make that kind of money. Right. And to see all this drama. Now, I understand TV and I understand radio. That there's a little put on to, for ratings and, and, and you know, the, the bill ratings and for advertisers. But some of that looks too natural to me.
Yeah, having a little technical difficulty with my microphone, but before I uh, let Willie go, Willie, I want you to talk about your book and um, and uh, what what do you think is the main takeaway for for your your new book that you want uh, our audience to know about it? Well, I think the um, uh, I, I think the the biggest uh, takeaway, Mike, that the audience can take away from this book. Uh, it really teaches you a lot uh, about your relationship, as we discussed earlier. You know, instead of you going out there and feel as though you, you need friends in your business and your relationship, uh, these, these books, uh, especially Magic Black Women, would, would teach you that, hey, you don't, you don't need friends. All you need is that special person in your life. Uh, I think that's one of the biggest things that you'll take away from this novel. That sounds, that sounds excellent. That sounds excellent. I think the reason I've been having problems with this mic, a black woman must be on the line somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Sabotage, I tell you, boy. You can't be be disrespecting sisters now. (laughs) She she said, I get that mofo. (laughs) (laughs) Willie, I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you, my friend. I really appreciate it. Definitely. Um, so, where can they get your book? Where can they get your book at? Uh, if you can get them at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Amazon, any major retailer. You can go to WillieSpate dot com. That's uh, Willie with the I E Spate S P E I G H T dot com uh, to get either uh, one of my books: uh, Messy Black Women, White Women Step That Game Up, The Holloway Story, uh, Forbidden Love. Or your child support check run out of child's life. Uh, you can get all those books on my website, WillieSpace.com. Super, super. Man, I apologize for my little technical difficulty in this microphone. I have to check it, check on it after after the show is over. But it sounds like I'm all right right now. <laughs> but we <laughs> that happens we would hell de- oh, yeah. Well, uh, I, I'm gonna figure a way to get through it. That's for sure. Anyway, Willie, thank you so much for for coming on the show. We appreciate you and appreciate your insight. And hopefully, uh, as we always say, we're here to educate, elevate, and entertain. And hopefully uh, people got educated by the insight that you brought tonight. Hey, my pleasure, Mike. It's a pleasure as well. You take care of yourself. All right, man. Have a good one. All right. You too, sir. I'll be talking with you soon. Okay. You got it, sir. All right. Bye-bye. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's our guest tonight, Willie Spate, on uh, his book, uh, White Women Have Stepped Up Their Game and Messy Black Women. Ooh, well, just trying to give you some insight on how to, uh, you know, be in relationships. Well, it looks like it's about that time, summer of uh, 2016. Here with yours truly, Mike T, as we're going to uh, get back into more music in a minute. Don't forget, tomorrow night, Tony Diamond, 8 to 9. We got the Girlfriend Network from 9 to 10 p.m., and that's on Monday night. Woo, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to do the damn thing. And on Wednesday night, you've got uh, Rolls Royce. I'm going to tell you right now, for those of you who are in a loving relationship, especially the man, this record was actually put to you. When I listened to the words, I said, oh, this this woman is talking about the man saying, if you want to make love to me, you got to put in some work. Put in work, fellas. Here it is. 
on the Love Zone USA. This is Vivian Green with work on the LoveZoneUSA.com.
This is the Flyjack Tom Joiner plus my co-host Jay Anthony Brown. This is Jay Anthony Brown. If you want to hear some good talk and some good music, listen to the Mike T Show on the Love Zone USA dot com. That's what I do. Watch out there now. Come on, DJ, hit me with another track. Whatever you want, baby. 
this what happened when I think about you. I get in my feelings, yeah. I start reminiscing, yeah. Next time around, fuck, I want it to be different, yeah. Waiting on a sign, guess it's time for a different prayer. Lord, please save her for me. Do this one favor for me. I had to change my play ways. Got way too complicated for me. I hope she's waiting for me. Everywhere she go, they playing my songs. That's why I say the things that I say that way. So give me all of you in exchange for me Just give me all of you in exchange for me For me Break it down Yes sir And then stay up, have sex, and then blow dang. I shouldn't have played no games with you, just level up my brain. Last time I saw you win speak, that was strange. Guess there's nothing I could do, man, it's true. X has changed, yeah. Hey, guess you changed for the better. Better. I know you know how to make me jealous. I was never loyal, let you tell it, yo. But I'm ready to fix it if you ready, baby. So, so, yeah. So give me all of you in exchange for me. Just give me all of you in exchange for me, for me. For real, Sean. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Is you at two keys or ten roof? Turn up, we on tiller, we just getting loose. Baby, I'm low key feeling you. Don't be cynical, won't fuck you over, wanna fuck you over. And again, the truth is, I ain't really here to start problems. Girl, I swear to God, them hoes can't never say they got him. Know how bad you wanna tell him, don't try him. I don't wanna tell him, let's surprise him. I don't wanna get into it, why you stressing him? I've been driving back and forth from Louisville to Lexington. Mileage on the whip, got your ass in my grip. College, make you wanna strip. Yeah, well, it looks like the clock on the wall says that's about all for yours truly on this Thursday night. Title of the show, Why Do White Women Show Black Men More Attention? All I can say is, sisters, just be a helpmate, and everything will work out fine. Tomorrow night, 8 to 9, Tony Diamond, we got uh, the Girlfriend Network from... 9 to 10 on two. No, that's 8 to 9 on Tuesday. See, they switched up on me. It's summer hours, 8 to 9 on Tuesdays and not on Monday nights. I've been saying it because I've been used to saying it. have to get my cue cards ready. But it's Tuesdays, 8 to 9. Then you have 8 to 9 on Wednesday with uh, Rolls Royce and Soul Paradise. Well, the clock on the wall says that's just about all for yours truly. As I always say in closing, I've enjoyed your company, and I hope you've enjoyed mine. For those of you who did, I'll see you another time. Whatever you do, do it with two. It's more fun than one. And ladies, be a helpmate. Put a little love in that man's life. I'm going to leave you with a little funk with Marcus Miller. Till next week, this is Mike T signing off. Ciao. This is Power 93.5.